0: You are now tuned in from the Desk of Low, brought to you by from the That Feeling Podcast Network. If you have a dream, go get it. Welcome back from the Desk of Low. I have with me another real one from Detroit. Because of this, anybody from Detroit got a spot on my show. Um, I was actually bumping into some of his earlier projects like Get Mama Rich and Therapeutic. And when the guy said, please don't pass me the joint without a filter... I'm like, oh I gotta interview this guy right here. But without further introductions, I have A minus. What's the
1: deal? What's the deal? It's gone. Thank you for having me, Love.
0: Uh, Anytime, my G I love that um that cipher by you. That that's what made me a fan right there. I'm like, oh, this guy no joke right here. Um So so before we start I would say, um, I'm curious, um, where did the A minus story start? When did you first find your passion for rapping? Um, It's mad
1: crazy, man. Um, I remember being like around. Let's see, probably like around eight. Around the time I was a rapper called A Plus, so I couldn't take that name around that time. So as I got older, and a lot of my friends started rapping, it's around twelve, and they decided to call me A Minus because you know the first rap I ever heard was A-plus, A Plus with you know with an A name. So I just wanted uh, to coincide with my name Ashton to A, so A Minus. But, you know, as I got older and seeing it, you know, it really stuck with me and started getting more detail. You know, I feel like I'm not perfect, you know, but I'm on my way. You know, A- minus is not 100%, but I'm working to get there, you know.
0: I like how you say that you're still working to get there, too, because some rappers to be like, I'm on top of my game right there, but you you humble about <laughs> it. You're like, I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there. <laughs> exactly.
1: You got to be. I mean, it's just, it's just being real, man. You know, no one's perfect on this earth. So you gotta you know you gotta humble yourself or somebody will <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> um I'm curious the first time you ever been on uh, wax or the first time you ever constructed a song a minus uh
1: the first time I ever been on like wax like vinyl was actually the therapeutic project, but to actually like getting into a studio and recording uh, say uh tenth grade if i was yeah I was around tenth grade had um my friend had a, a studio right outside of my school. Like he stayed like around the corner from the school. So right after school, we would go to his house while his mom was at work, try to get some tracks in before his mom get home. Just <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> see a group of guys at the crib rapping, you know, she wasn't with that. So we would probably try to get, you know, at least one or two tracks done in his bedroom. And, we was, and I was out waiting for my mom to get me from school. But yeah, man, definitely like around 10th grade.
0: Okay, so, like, fresh in high school, too, where you're, like, just learning about life in general, too, because I think in high school, that's when your eyes really open to the world.
1: Yeah, man, you're trying to find yourself, you know, you're trying to find your voice, trying to figure out, you know, what reality really is, you know, so, definitely high school was, like, really was the blooming of me being an MC.
0: And, um, just so I have my facts straight, too, you only went by one stage name, right? A-minus?
1: Yeah, just that A minus since I started
0: rhyming, man. I ain't
1: never had another rap
0: name. Well, at least you didn't have to play around with a bunch of different names. You
1: said what? At least you didn't have to play around with a bunch of different names. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, some <laughs> guys do. I mean, some. You know, like I said, you know, definitely in high school, I had a whole bunch of friends switching their names up. You know, like I said, you are finding yourself. You know, you're really realizing what you like. But it's like, it just really stuck with me, man. I just. I just, I love the name since, uh, since I started
0: calling myself that, you know? And it's actually like stands out too, because like there's T minus and then there's A minus. I'm like, yeah, I wonder if these guys would ever collab, man. These guys would make a fire collab, bro. <laughs>
1: That'd be ill, man. I definitely, that's T minus. Definitely, bro. Um, definitely
0: ill. Because, um, Detroit and Calgary, um, they're kind of similar, but, like, you know, every place has its own differences, too. Um, I'm curious if you can share how high school was going into Detroit, sir. Because high school uh, here was fucked for me. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: high, high school, man. Um, It was different for me, man. Like, um, I got along with everybody, you know what I mean? I wasn't the most popular or anything. I didn't really start... You know, really getting recognized as an MC, I could say, really, like, till my 12th grade year. Like, everybody knew I rap, but I didn't think I started getting really good until, like, 12th grade. But, you know, it was just, you know, I was just cool with everyone, you know, from the gothic kids to the, you know, the cool kids. I just kept to myself, and I was very laid back. I class laid back, class talented, you know, um... I was just, you know, I was just a, you know, easy-going guy, man. I never tried to portray to be something more than I was in high school, you
0: know? Yeah, you were just uh, minding your own business.
1: Pretty much, man. Pretty much. I mean, I'll say, like, my freshman year, man, funny story, uh used to be, you know, pick on me, man. Like, I I started off going to, like, Catholic school before I went to, like, the Detroit public school, so... You know, I was used to one thing. So when I got to, like, Detroit public school, it was a whole different atmosphere, you know. You know, I mean, you got kids from the east side, deep east side of Detroit. Uh, their school, you know, is, you know, closed. So they got to go to the closest school. And, you know, my school is closest to them, so they go there. So you got the, you know, the bad of the bad, you know. So, you know, me being, you know, a good kid, you know, nice kid, I actually to get picked on a lot. You know what I mean? Because I, I was just, you know, I was a nice guy. I gave you my last. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, and I got into it with a kid or whatever, and I lost my first fight. <laughs> it was ridiculous. You know what I mean? But it made me stronger. You know, most kids, man, you know, after they lose a fight, they want to switch schools and everything. But I built off that. You know what I mean? And it made a lot of people respect me because I didn't, you know, leave, and I still faced every adversity that came with even if i had to fight the guy over again i was down with that but like i said you know a lot of adversity you know overcoming when i was was in high school you know what i mean and people respected me for that because i kept to myself well
0: like how you said like um always in the ciphers and always in the lunchroom going off the tables too because when I was in high school everybody was trying to replicate the 8 miles scene it's like you know like right. yeah and i and i never really got that too because it's like you guys are just trying to make something that you guys like just seen on a movie though but this is life like i was i i, I knew that was Man. happening way before that movie too so when i seen like a bunch of people in high school in my age i'm like Oh, this, Oh, these guys just watched 8 Miles. Shit, these guys weren't doing this yeah, last week. Yeah, it was
1: crazy. Definitely being from here, you know, being from Detroit, and it came out when I was in high school, so you can just imagine how kids were, were reacting, you know, when it dropped. You know what I mean? It was it was crazy. You had kids, you know, reciting Eminem lines, to the to Lotto lines. It was crazy, bro, and, you know, just for it to be in my city, you know, it, it was it was a big impact. It was major. You know what I mean? It was definitely definitely uh, uh, I don't know, a pivotal point in my life. Definitely in high school. That movie. Definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because that just that's not a low, low budget movie. That's Universal Pictures.
1: Exactly, and it was and it like crazy thing. Like I stayed like close to Eight Mile, like right where they were shooting. Like it's like it's the black side of Eight Mile, and it's the trailer park side of Eight Mile. It was shot on. Trailer parks out of eight mile, and as you get to the end, like end of my street, it gets to eight mile. You just see, you know exactly where they were filming at. Like it was crazy, like it was that close to me. You know what I mean? So it was, it was dope, man. Like I said, I would never forget. You know, get that movie
0: definitely. Yeah, and especially because you're from that city too, so you can see like how everybody, like the reaction, how it was after that movie was released with that soundtrack. And that the soundtrack and not only that, bro, like I have like
1: older cousins and my older brother. They used to go, you know, to the shelter to St Andrews, where that where it was filmed at, where they were battled, they would actually go there and it was actually, you know, they would tell me like it was actually like that. It was actually gutter, grimy, you know, it was certain spots in Detroit where it would be the MCs and they'd just be it, you know, straight up. Like it was exactly like that around ninety five with my brother my cousins would say you know it was definitely like that so yeah man but that soundtrack like you said was
0: bananas man it's crazy see a lot of people um they find detroit through eminem and like i said before i did find detroit through eminem but what made me really fall in love with that sound was the jay dilla sound because the first time i ever heard uh slum village fantastic volume two i was like what the hell did i just listen to
1: like I said, my older brother, man, and the crazy thing, man, Dilla went to my high school. Um, he uh, he had left there and went to another high school, but he went to high school with my cousin and everything. And um, he got pictures and photos of Dilla DJing at the uh, at the airplane hangar because my high school had taught aeronautics, and DJ was I mean Dilla would be DJing at the parties in the airplane hangar. It was crazy. Like, he got photos. But it was like, you know, when I first heard Fantastic, my older brother brought it over. And I couldn't believe, you know, um, Detroit guys, you know, was making that sound. And the crazy thing about it, though, bro, the first time I heard, you know, um, Slum Village was on um, Common's album, um, like Water for Chocolate, the, Thelonious. Oh, that's really? One of the first, yeah, that's the first time I heard it. And that was, like, around 99. And, um crazy thing i always heard dilla because i remember hearing dilla on his 60 minutes of funk tape that my older brother had and he had a song with um true tip and i was hooked on that song i would just reverse that shit as a kid just to hear that i was sneaking grab my brother's tapes and play that shit so it was ill, man like definitely man like i didn't you know i didn't really you know know like you know detroit cats made you know that type of ill shit like that. As a kid, it really opened my mind. You know, and this is before this is before I even discovered Eminem. You know, I discovered Slunk Village before Eminem.
0: Yeah. You know, well that sound too. Um, because I remember even before I got into podcasts, and I used to look up like um old articles about that album too. I never knew they had to re-release it as Volume Two because Volume One was just so rugged and raw.
1: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, like, so many classic tapes, my brothers to bring from Slums Village. Dylan, uh, man. Uh, the J88 tape and shit, man. It was so much else. It was shit that had, like, you know, you know what love is. You know, all types of stuff, man. Like, yeah, they they got they got gems, bro. I, I love Slums Village, man. I love them,
0: man. Okay. That climax on right there. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this hit right there. That's right here or something
1: uh, Yeah, bro, bro, I'm telling you, that's, that's the vibe. That's the vibe. Like, it reminds me of a Detroit summer. You know what I mean? That song. You know what I mean? Definitely, bro. Climax. Man, li- the list goes on when it comes to those guys,
0: bro. I like how you said that Um, it reminds you of a summer in Detroit. Because when I play that album, and when I'm rolling through the city, like when sunset's going down, it feels like I'm rolling through the streets of Detroit just because the vibe that album gives.
1: Yes, bro. Yes, bro. And it, that's what it is. From playing, you know, to all that stuff. You know, from the beginning... It, it, it's just a vibe, bro, and it's, it it really um gets me to thinking, you know, when you really dig deep with Dilla, you know, he really was behind a lot of the East Coast sounds when you listen to, you know, a bust of tape, you know what I mean? Like, he, he's really heavily rooted, even with, you know, uh, The Far Side, you know, like, he has gems, bro, and it's just, and it sounds like Detroit when I hear those records, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Dilla's
0: amazing, bro. R.I.P. to Dilla. R.I.P. to the goat Dilla. Um, I was curious, too, on yeah. some of your influences growing up, A-minus.
1: Uh, no doubt. Definitely some Village, man. Um, Eminem, Royce, um, Bodie James. Uh, who else influenced me growing up, man?
0: Uh, uh, fat Killers?
1: Fat Killers, of course. Shit. Uh, fat Cat, my dog. Uh, <laughs> guilty. Um, like I said, L's The list goes on, The Stretch Money. Um, let's see, man. Like, I'm really influenced by a lot of the Detroit, bro. Like, you know, I love Jay Z, Nas, Scarface, all that. But, like, I'm really was influenced by a lot of the Detroit hip hop. Like I said, like Eminem. Um, and slum, you know what I mean? Like I said, like I didn't get to understand the street hip hop until I got in high school when I heard of rappers. Like, you probably never heard of, like, a Blade Icewood or a street. But other than that, I was raised on so nothing but that raw, bleeding back. So, definitely heavily um, slumming them, bro. Definitely.
0: Yeah, true. And it's because, like, it's not only from the Detroit, too, but, like, all those names that you just listed off, too, are considered elite MCs.
1: Period. I mean, because we're in the middle, bro. We're in the Midwest. And I feel like when you're an MC from Detroit, you have to be great. Like, you can't slack. You can't. You can't. Because you got so much. You know, you got these cats from the West Coast coming. You got these cats from the East Coast. You got the cats from the South. So, us being in the middle, we got to be sharp, bro. You have no choice. You know what I mean? You have no choice.
0: It's like, um, this gentleman who I'm working closely with, MLK Sox, he said, um, this, he's from Detroit, and he said this in one of his songs, Say That Then, it goes like, I'm from where people lose interest after one bar fold, and I was like, man, like, and then what you just said, too, like, you have to be on point, too, so that just verifies it, too, like, I already knew you had to have game in Detroit, but, like, I never knew people used to lose interest after one bar fold.
1: Yeah, bro yeah bro that's what i'm saying bro you you, you, you got to bro it's, i mean it's we are in a competitive city at that, you know what I mean everybody's competitive here, bro, so you gotta stand out, it's gotta be something about you, or you know somebody will be quickly to tell you like you know you ain't you ain't going nowhere, you know even though you may, but it's so much competition people people will do anything or say anything to get you out of the way,
0: yeah. You know? That's very true. So you
1: got to be sharp out here. You got to. You got to believe in your craft. You got to know how nice you are. You know. You have to. Yeah,
0: because if you if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, man. I'm telling you, like, if you don't have, you know, the belief in yourself, why, why even doing this? Why well,
0: even try? Yeah, because there's some rappers out there just like, man, I'm just I'm just doing this for fun. But it's like, dude, do you not understand the talent that you have? And that's what I'm
1: saying. I love rap, man, back when, you know, with people who couldn't rap
0: didn't. Big facts.
1: I loved it back then, you know what I mean? But now it's like, you know... Everyone it's wants all to be a rapper. a hustle. It's all about a hustle and rapping for cash, you know what I mean? But what about, you know the art, do you care about this, I don't care about this, I don't care about the money, so, it's like, you can't tell them to screw off, cause then when you say that, you hate on them, but that's not even the case, you feel me, but that's, you know, you hating on another man getting money, that's not the case, you know what I mean, it's just like, you gotta have the pass. you know,
0: so, things that weird, that People, like, um, they just skip by it too, like, I remember I had this conversation with um, these kids downtown, and I was telling Hello. them, I was like, you know, um. Breaking nuts. Oh, you're breaking? Oh, my bad, my bad, hang on. Alright, what about now?
1: Yeah, hear you now, you're
0: good. Uh, yeah, don't worry, I can edit that part out, I'm good at that. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Because um, I remember um, having a conversation with these kids downtown, and I was telling them, I'm like, you know, Buckshot, OC, General, Steel, and they said, who? And I, I had to walk away because I was going to catch a case. So I was like, man, I got to fucking leave. <laughs> Legends, bro. You know what I
1: mean? Like, I respect, you know, the digging in the craze. Like I'm saying, man, I had a lot of these kids, man, you know, they don't have older siblings. You know what I mean? I, I was grateful to have, you know, an older brother and older relatives to tell me, you know, what I was listening to was whack and <laughs> what
0: I was listening <laughs> to was
1: dope. You know what I mean? And now, it's like, you know, these kids, they listen to anything. They listen to anything that they friends like, you know, and it's like, you don't, you know, you don't have a person in your life that lived and, you know, really spent time with music. You know, you're listening to people who listen to music the same amount of time that they're listening to it. So they haven't, you know, really dug into it to understand if it's dope or not, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. You know, Kids going through phases, you know? so. You know, I, I'm just really blessed, bro, to really have, you know, OGs around me, you know, to place, you know, everything shit around me. I remember growing up, bro, my older brother would play so much Wu-Tang when I was a kid, bro. I <laughs> thought we lived in New York. Like, nigga, I thought we stayed in Thanks. Staten Island. I thought we stayed in Shaolin. Like, that's how much he played Wu growing up, you know what I mean? So, you know, these kids, they, they don't have anything around them to stick, you know?
0: yeah well leading on to that question too uh before um where i was going with this too have you ever because you have older older siblings too have you ever just like when they weren't there you just grabbed a tape and just vibed out to it's like yeah i've been looking at this tape for a while (laughs) Uh, listen bro i remember my older brother
1: bro he had just got AT aliens right the album outcast i remember yeah outcast i remember and he had uh with the school, my father took him to school, and my mother was, you know, making making us breakfast. So as soon as my bro- my father took my brother to school, I stuck in his room and grabbed the CD because I know he left the CD because he he didn't have his Walkman. His Walkman was broke, so got the CD. And inside AT Aliens, if you know the album cover, it's like a fucking comic book. Yeah, and and I was just glued to the comic book, you know, I had to take it to school, you know, I had to, you know what I mean, took it to school, and, and I love the music, I love when he would play it, bro, my older brother would play it when he would clean his room in the morning, you know, when he was getting ready for school, so I, I love the album, so like, all type of stuff, but most definitely, I remember, listen, bro, I remember when The Firm came out, whatever year that came out, <laughs> I got it after, Whatever, whenever that came out, I got it Ninety
0: ninety seven. 1997, I got that on CD right here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen bro, I got it I got it on tape, alright? So in nineteen ninety seven, uh, I had to be nine, bro. So I was like nine. And my older brother took my firm tape and never gave it back to me. <laughs> you feel me? Like he like, You too young for this. What you doing with this? But wow, this is what I wanted. I was a big <laughs> fan of Nod, you know what I mean? Like my older brother used to play Nas all the time, so you know. Any, any ill tape I ever got my older brother would
0: snatch it from me. You know what I mean? He would probably it. heard the firm. He's like, oh, yeah, he's too young to understand that." I'm going to take this real quick. Okay.
1: Exactly, and I don't know anything about, I didn't know anything about cocaine, weighing weight, or nothing then.
0: Oh, I yeah, I you got know, a like phone <laughs> tab, five minutes to flush? <laughs> I didn't know nothing about no feds no fed back then, or nothing, you know? I didn't know nothing about the feds. What the fuck I know about the feds at nine years old? You know me Like, crazy, but
1: that's what I wanted, bro. I saw the firm this video, and I had to have it, bro. That's what it was, bro. That's
0: what it was, bro. Oh man. Yeah, man. I, I love how you said that album, too, because, like, I'm the type to like like the most like crazy albums that are most like they went under the radar when you said the firm, I'm like that was the first aftermath supergroup of nas foxy Brown nature and a z it's amazing it's amazing bro. and
1: and, and, and think about it, bro. Not to get off subject, it makes me think, like, what if Biggie survived and the commission came out? You know what I
0: mean, mm-hmm. like, oh, right? I didn't was think about that. And the commission,
1: and you know what I mean? And, and like I said, Jay-Z was supposed to be part of the
0: commission. Little C's Puff. Charlie Kim, Baltimore.
1: Like, that would have been... Oh, my God. Yeah, Charlie Baltimore. My little kid, my bad. Charlie Baltimore. You know what I mean? That would have been crazy. You know, and they were beefing low-key on the low back then, too. And, and, and Biggie, oh, my God. That would have been amazing, bro.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I like that uh, because not that much. Like, and I can only imagine your older brother when he heard you listen to five minutes to flush. Like, what the hell is this? I mean, but he was used to it because, like I said, that's what he would play. You know what I mean? That's what he would oh play, no, but like so. coming coming from you, coming from you because you got that tape. It's like, wait, he's got this? I, oh yeah,
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be he'll be wild, but he'll he understand because that's what he played around. You know what I mean? That's what he'd be like. Why why are you so young listening to this? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> But he would be like, yo, that's dope, you know what I mean, I taught you well, you know what I mean, and that's what he would do, you know what I mean, if I was watching Rap City, and it was a, a rapper that he liked, and I was in there already watching the video, he'd be like, what you know about this, you know, and he'd be like,
0: you know, you got good taste, he'll let me know, you know what I mean, so, that was, that was so ill about what I I was gonna say, too, um, with um, CDs and cassettes, too, um, did you ever, do you remember the very first CD-DVD combo you ever bought? DVD combo
1: I ever bought, bro. Let me see, let me see, let me
0: see, let me see, let me see. I know that's a uh, tough one. Like, they but... so 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 like a deluxe or whatever? Yeah, deluxe, l- oh. yeah, so like, um, like uh, for example, mine was Big Poof searching for Jerry Garcia. Oh,
1: okay, okay. Uh, let me see, my first, one of those okay, let me see. Uh game documentary.
0: Oh wow, that's yeah. one hell of a one. That was like a two hour and a half documentary that I came with too.
1: <laughs> yeah, bro, like like that that was that right there, bro, was um that that was the one that had me wearing dicky suits and everything in Detroit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> with, All type of stuff. with the converse <laughs> at a loose.
1: Oh, bro, I was, I was wearing Force stuff.
0: <laughs> over here
1: yeah bro yeah bro yeah, that, that, that's a classic bro definitely like I said I had the DVD and I had the CD so yeah man in fact bro in fact I was such a big gang fan bro I bought the DVD separate too like it came like FYE they had like the whole DVD but they had like an extra video they had like a little uh-huh. single
0: produced by the non-ported titled to the Wheels yeah, Fall yeah. Off
1: Reels Fall Off oh my God,
0: I <laughs> That's not even on streaming sites. I had that, bro. Yes, bro. They had the non singing on the hook,
1: bro. Yeah, bro. Classic. Classic. Wow, bro. Yeah, I bought that. I bought that. I mean, you both, (laughs) Mario (laughs) G. That's
0: crazy, bro. Yeah, that's why I love talking about
1: hip-hop over hip-hop.
0: Yeah, because, like, that's what, what, honestly, that's what, like, hip-hop, it brings people together, and that's what I wish more people would see.
1: But that's when it's like dope hip hop, you know what I mean? When you have like classic albums like that. Like that's memories, bro. Like like memories. Like I remember learning the sound of the letter U by listening to Electric Relaxation with my older brother. My older brother had to help teach me like the sounds of letters. So I couldn't get the letter U right. So he will play the beginning of Electric Relaxation and would keep it like uh uh, uh 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 uh.
0: Oh, okay, so that's how I see.
1: <laughs> that's how I learned the, the sound of the letter U and I was five, bro like four or five like that's how I learned that's what I remember like hip hop been a pivotal like very pivotal in my life bro
0: yeah because yeah. it's been there since pretty much since birth
1: exactly bro like I got so many wild memories bro I remember taking my dad's NWA tape and listening to like all the cussing songs <laughs> first maybe like then you're like hey hey I gotta get my tape back y'all ain't gonna keep playing that yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Well, I remember, bro, like, and that was the, uh, the Niggas for Life album. Like, I remember that, bro.
0: That's like, crazy. I'm 1991 right
1: there, too. You feel me, bro? Crazy, bro. Crazy.
0: Um, as we get into your career too, because we talked about hip hop and everything too. Because I don't like starting with the most obvious questions, like how'd you get down with Middle Finger Music, or how is therapeutic? No, no, <laughs> I like to, I like to build up and like you know, like make the guest feel comfortable. Because when I watch like right. interviews, like Vlad TV, I remember Vlad TV straight up asked, um, I forget who it was, but like, how much bricks did you lose in your career? I was like, what the fuck? Why would he ask him that? <laughs> <laughs> right right <laughs> um but with you though um get mama rich ep too i noticed when i go on streaming sites to listen to your music you always work with a certain producer
1: yeah man um, i'm gonna start breaking on like but how i started off i worked with a lot of producers when i did like my first mixtape um well my first big mixtape
0: um on- is Oh, can you say uh, that, that again? That's on, like,
1: live mixtape. That's, like, an old one. That was, if you find it, you find it. Like, <laughs> that was, like, an old one. Because that's the first time I got the link uh, with um, Guilty Simpson or whatever. Um, I did a song called Garg Butter or whatever. That was on my mixtape. Um, Like, from 2000, uh, let's see. Was that 2013? 2013. 2013. Yeah, and uh, Guilt. you know, this reached out showed me love, man. So, like, yeah, man, but... Um, other than that, I, I like I do like building with producers. You know, I do like working with them and uh, building with them or whatnot. So like I like it. Like it just depends, man. It's like it's just, the beats are so dope. It's like you know, hey, let's do an EP together. Let's just do it. You know. So yeah, I like to take time and you know build with a producer, and then like you know when it's time to do like a real big solo, you know I can you know grab those guys, they know what I like, they know what I sound like, and I can just create a great masterpiece with them, you know, it's like putting the puzzle together, you know?
0: Yeah, it's like and letting the pieces fall into place.
1: Exactly, so like, you know, this one, like I said, this one I'm working on right now, 360s, I got Foul Mouth, and everybody I pretty much worked with before, you know, on this one project as a collective, you know?
0: And um, I love finding the growth as an artist, too. And for the people, I know there's all people out there like me, because if I'm liking some of the stuff that I thought I only liked, I know there's other people out there that like that, too. Do you mind saying that mixtape one more time so the people can tap in? Yes,
1: yeah, call called Pop Quiz. Uh, it's on live Mixtapes. You can search it on Google. It'll pop up. Pop Quiz. I got another one on live Mixtapes. that dropped, I believe, 2014. Uh, the Field Trip. You can check that out, and if you find the other one, this one of my favorites, um, the dog ate my homework, produced entirely by Arsenic, You find that one, that drops 2015. You'll love that one too. But other than that, everything else I have got pretty much on Spotify, iTunes, and title. So
0: I'm gonna say I'm gonna yeah. go back and try looking up for that dog ate my homework one. I love that title. <laughs>
1: oh, oh, yeah, bro. You probably can find that on SoundCloud. You, you'll love that. Trust me. I got, um, I got guilt. On that, we're also, um, this cat named Mod, um, Black Milk's little brother, he's as fuck, he's on there. Uh, Nolan, of course, my best friend, he's on there. That's actually one of my um, questions,
0: um, about Nolan, too, cause you collab with him a lot, and you all have a crazy chemistry together. That's my, that's my
1: dog, man, that's my right hand man, man. We started in a crew called Verbal Vomit, uh, years back on, like, 09, man. What a hell of a
0: um, name, and, holy shit. <laughs> Purple yeah, man, it was,
1: it, it was. Yeah, man, it was crazy. It was, uh, it was started by my man named Travis Chandler, um, and he just got me, Nolan's cat named Jimmy Stoner. Um, it was just, you know, we were just mashing, bro, the this, this lyrical assassins, bro, just, you know, just snapping, you know, so definitely, bro, and um, me and Nolan just... You know, after that, you know, after that phase happened, you know, me and Nolan just, you know, still linked. You know, that's like my brother. So, whenever I do a project, he's there. Whenever he's doing a project, I'm there. And, um, uh, we just been growing. Like, he's my daughter's godfather. Um, that's my best friend, man. um, he got me on Sporty on his next project coming out this month on the, um, on the 19th, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but you when you hear Sporty, bro... It's rap, man. sporty's crazy. Got T3 on there. And when I say T3 snapping on there for Slum Village, T3 is oh, going. <laughs> listen, bro. Listen. Listen. What I'm telling you, you think I'm playing? <laughs> T3 for Slum Village, quote my word, is murdering murdering cats, bro. Okay?
0: Oh, I, believe no I believe Got you. I
1: believe you. Listen, T3 is no joke. I'm telling you. <laughs> he's no joke. For the people who uh,
0: want to he, hear T3, that killer EP he released a while back, still fire.
1: Bro, when I tell you he's snapping on Nolan's album, he's snapping, okay? <laughs> he's snapping. Like, listen, bro, that's one of my favorite tracks on Nolan's album, bro. I'm not lying to you. T3 snap. Uh, who else Nolan got He got Chuck English on. He got a single out with Chuck. Uh, J Prime, B Nix. I'm from I his old album, but yeah, man. <laughs> I was just it's gonna hell, say, <laughs> hell, <bro. laughs>
0: but that's love, it's though. Hell. That's love.
1: That's my bro, man. That's my bro, and trust me, bro, it's L. It's it's crazy, bro. And he got a video coming out on the 18th. That's stupid, bro. Oh my god, proud of my baby. That's my dog. Um, proud of
0: him. I was curious too because um, that that album is coming under middle finger, right? Uh, my album? Yeah, my album. Yeah, yeah your album, yeah. Um, so, yeah. as we get into your career, too, the Therapeutic, man, that uh Sunday Smoke, that's my favorite song by you, cause that one line you <laughs> said, I was like, that shit right there is always gonna be in the playlist. <laughs> that's you know, that's
1: you know, Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. That's what, I, that's what I strive
0: for, man. I strive for you guys to appreciate the art, bro. Thank you. Oh, anytime. And that's the thing, too, a lot of people, they're like, where's the beat? Where's the beat? I'm like, I'm not about the beat, to be honest. I'm more about what the artist is saying.
1: Yeah, man. I really, I really, um... Man, listen, man. I spend sometimes hours writing stuff, bro, just to make sure, you know, my thoughts are put together right, man, that you guys can get it. Sometimes it may go over people's heads, but that's what I love about it, bro. I can't I can't be simple, man. I, I gotta be complex. All my favorite MCs, or complex oh yeah you know so but i have to be bro i can't just you know just give you fast food bro i gotta prep this stuff man i gotta let it marinate i gotta chop up the onions i gotta give you everything right bro so i appreciate that you listen to the lyrics bro thank
0: you oh that's what music is for it because like it can change your day too like yeah the beats want though but it's like the lyrics that really hit you
1: yeah, man,
0: yeah, man, yeah. That's what I'd be trying to tell people, too. I'm like, who cares if it has, like, some mediocre beat? Did you not hear what this guy's saying? But but that, that beats <laughs> fire, though. <laughs> yeah, but don't
1: get me wrong, you know, don't get me wrong, Like I say, like, you know, the beats aren't important. Cause don't get me wrong, there's guys that be snapping, but the beats trash. Yeah. You know? But, you know, but, like I said, man, you, that's, that's why you gotta even take time when you choose and beat, man. Like, I, I feel a lot of guys, you know, it's, it's a... Uh, it's an urgency just to be heard or just to get something out. Take your time, man. Don't um, don't tarnish yourself. Don't you know? Don't rush it. Like I said, it's fast food, man. This stuff will rush through you. You'll be on the toilet real fast. You know, you need something. You need something nutritious. You know, something that's going to you know keep you healthy. You know,
0: that's um. it. Did you When you're getting prepared to write a song too, after you write like a certain line, did you ever write a line that made you just laugh out loud?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Definitely
0: like when I proofread, you know, definitely, bro. Um, it's like, I can't believe I just wrote that like things like that.
1: Yeah, man. Like I'm trying to think, like I, like I said, man, I, I try to use, you know, humor on a lot of stuff, bro. Just try to uh, show my personality. Like I said, I'm not... I don't look at myself as better, better than anyone. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm nice on the mic, but I never try to, you know, put myself out like I'm, I'm the greatest. Because I feel all of us can be great. You know what I mean? We all could be on top. You know what I mean? All of us are superior. Not inferior. You know? So definitely, man. I try to um just add add normal, you know, chemistry, humor. You know, it's my rhymes, man. Because I feel like a lot of cats be taking rap too serious. You know, you got to have fun with this stuff, bro. It's, this is recreation, you know?
0: Yeah, that's very true how you have to have fun with it, too. Because if you just have fun with it, you never know what could take off.
1: Exactly, bro. Exactly, man. You got to have fun. I mean, I feel like I make music for every emotion, whether it's to make you smile, to cry, to laugh. I feel that like what makes a great MC, man. You got to have, you got to be well-rounded Yeah. as I- a writer at that.
0: Yeah, because you want to target more than just one audience, too. You want to build yourself up as an international artist. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: And, and, and just to be an international artist, you don't have to be a pop star or a pop artist. Just have something that's very relatable globally. You know what I mean? Everybody got, you know, bad days. You know what I mean? Everybody has great days. You got to rap about it and you know, make people understand it. That's it.
0: Now, when you're recording tracks like Lisa too, um, I'm wondering if you can break that track down for me too, and what's that about?
1: Um, that track right like there's about my wife, man. Um, it's just, it's just me becoming, you know, a man, man. I felt, you know. When I was younger out here dating, I was very selfish. You know what I mean? I had, it, you know what I mean? After every young man is that. You, I mean, honestly, let be real. You got to get all this fucking out of you. You got to get all the sex out of you <laughs> before you decide, you know what I mean, to settle down, bro. You, you know what I mean? Before you decide to put your all into one woman, you know what I mean? You got to realize, like, yo, this is a new chapter in your life. You can't break her heart you can't make her feel like she's making the bad decision by choosing you because she chose you, you know, she chose to give her heart to you. So you got to make sure that, yo, you got to show her that, yo, you're worth it. You're worth her, you know, you're worth everything to her, you know what I mean? So that's basically what that track is, man. It's letting My wife know, like, yo, you know, I-, I know I push you through a lot and i Thank you and appreciate you for being with me, sticking with me. You could have left me. It's so many times you could have, you know, said, screw this, but it's something that you've seen in me, you know, to make this, you know, grow continue to have another child, you know, with me. You know, all this stuff, you know. So I, I, I love that song, man. That, that's definitely a deep song, you know. Shout out to my man Envy. That's how I Ha Davis uh, managed to sing it on the hook, too.
0: Yeah, Norman Vincent right there. Said, what? Yeah, Norman Vincent on the hook. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's my man. Yeah, Envy. Envy. He, um, uh, man, this is my man, um,
0: Ha Ha Davis, baby. Car, big guard, you know. <laughs> uh, big
1: seller.
0: Yeah, that's my man. Envy. Um, what up? See, um, and- I'm glad that you chose to like put aspects, especially your wife and your music too, because I think like other married men who've been through the same thing. That I'm not gonna say the exact same thing you and your wife been through, but some like certain lines they can relate to it from that song. So I'm glad that you chose to put that in your music and especially on an album too, because that's very very rare.
1: Oh, man, it got to be real, bro. Like I said, I just want to be real, bro. And I did that before (laughs) (laughs)
0: Jay-Z. Yeah, let's get this straight.
1: Way before, bro, way before. So I don't want nobody to think I was buying anything. I did that way before. And, uh, yeah, man, like I said, man, I'm a a real guy, man. I, I have, you know, two children. I got one on the way, man. I'm married. You know what I mean? I'm real, bro. I feel like... You know, these rappers, man, WWE and everybody put on costumes, but me and my guys, you know what I mean? We just real. We're going to wear, you know, we're going to wear our family on our sleeve and show it. We're not going to hide or pretend to be something that we're not, you know? And that's what it's about. That's what, that's what hip-hop was about, bro, you know? Yeah. Being yourself.
0: That's very true because, like, if you're going to be somebody else, it's going to show in the long run.
1: And that's what a lot of these cats are, you know what I mean? With all the jewelry, all the, you know, the all this extra stuff that, you know, it wasn't built on, you know what I mean? And they're being somebody else, and I can't be that. I only can be, you know, be me, man. So, I appreciate that you uh, rock with that track. That's, that's, that's a deep track to me. Thank you again, man.
0: All right, anytime, my guy. And like you said, dude, um, the first time I ever heard of an A- was on when I was doing um I doing research for Bane Belushi. Um, I remember hearing the adventures of Bane Belushi and the track O D B and I was like there was another verse in that I recognized I'm like, Wait, that's not Bane. So when I looked at the credits it said A minus, I'm like, let me see what Sun's about. And mind you, title's fucked. I'll keep it a buck. Title is needs to get their <laughs> shit together. <laughs> Cause when I typed in A minus, it wasn't coming up. I had to scroll all the way to the bottom just to find, like, your um, Get Mama Rich and therapeutic projects, too. But I'm like, okay, this is the guy that I heard on that project, too. But where I'm going wow. with this, too, is um, how did you get down with Middle Finger Music? Uh,
1: I've always been cool with Pat, man. Pat, three one three um, And I've always been cool with 5, you know. um. But I always knew Pat since I was a young and like, I discovered Pat Around 09, he was um, managing this group called Street Justice, and they used to do these joints at this club called um, Bullfrog. And I remember being a youngest man. Like I said, I was like 09, so I was like 20. And um, I just always wanted to um, get down with those guys, man. Like I always wanted to get down with Pepper. You know, they had a little buzz, and I was was a nobody there. I was a young kid trying to make my way. So, you you know, he'd give me a little advice. But I never got, you know, to show. Because so I wasn't that sharp. I wasn't ready yet, bro. But as years were to come, like I said, I didn't track with guilt. And then, you know, I just got linked, linked back up with Pat. You know, Pat was like, okay, I hear you. And, and just kept building relationships, you know, whatever. You know, just talking to him, you know. And uh, I just got done uh, with my last situation with um, DJ Soko. So I was DJ Soko. And, um... I was a free agent, man, and yeah, hit me up. Like, you know, do you want to get down? And like I said, I always wanted to be down with Pat since I was a young. And it was a no-brainer, bro. And plus, you know, foul ill with the beat, and I, I, I mean, I get free foul mouth beats. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm all in. I'm all
0: in. You know what I mean? So definitely, bro. Shout out to them guys. And a big shout out to Middle Finger Music because um, the way that I found of them it all started through Vicious. Vicious recommended Aztec to butterfly, and it was on from there. Because if I like an artist from a certain camp, I'm going to go back and look up everybody from that camp. Because it's like...
1: <laughs> no doubt. Because
0: I don't know if other people are like that, too, but I did that with a lot of artists, too. Like, if I like a certain artist from that camp, I'm going to listen to everybody from that camp. That's what I do, man. I
1: mean, that's how I got um, hooked, up, hooked up on, uh you know... uh. Daniel Son and Riggs and them. You know, I you mean know, I heard of one song and they just went from there and I started listening to Mooks and everybody else. I mean that's that's just what it is when you into, you know, real dope hip hop man. You're supposed to.
0: Yeah. You know, A lot of people say digging too, but it's not really digging when it's in the palm of your hand. Yeah, but
1: it's still, like I said, this is a digital way of digging now.
0: You
1: know, what I mean, yeah. <laughs> you got to scroll. Yeah, man. Like you know, hey, like the old old days. You know, you'll go to Sam Goody or Fye, and you would just look through the CDs or you know whatever. Go buy a magazine of hip hop like Double XL, and <laughs> you know they showing you the new artists, and you look them up on your on the internet. When you get to the crib, you know it's different now. You know, so yeah. like I said, it's still considered digging, just vision You know.
0: I'm still digging for that Internal Affairs album. Come on, Farrah Maja, I know you got some vinyls rare as <laughs> hell out there. <laughs> right. Um, I'm curious, too, on how you got approached on appearing on, I feel like, ODB. Because I'm curious on how Bane approached you about getting on that song, sir. Oh, man. To be crazy
1: on... it's that song. Old as fuck. I'm not sure I should be yeah.
0: it, <laughs> it. sounds new. <laughs> hey, it still sounds brand new. Yeah, but, but, but it sounds
1: so new. You know what I mean? But like I said, we we just sat on it. Like Bang was working on Like Bang really took his time working on this project. And uh, I had actually had to do a show with Gil. And uh, he kept always, he had, he was hosting it. Bang was hosting it. He was like, yo, you know, we got to get to the stove like, I'm with it. You know, I always looked up to the Fat Killers. I would see eight posters at the barbershop. And that's the crazy advice, bro. I hate always getting a subject, but, like, these, I be seeing the OGs, guys that I look up to, and they want to work with me. It's crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like, they be like, really? Like, yeah, I got to look up to you guys,
0: but, yeah. you know. <laughs> I used to listen to you guys.
1: Exactly. And they don't understand that. Like, I what to listen the guild playing skate, bro. You know what I mean? And I got a track with you, bro. Like, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy, you know. And, um, Bangs, you know, we just linked up. Style did the beat. And I laid my verse, and it was that, bro. It was, it was that. I remember sitting down, writing it there, and I was ready, bro. It was like, I just knew I had to get busy because Bang was just spitting that crazy shit on there. And I so said, he already had his verses done. He had both of them verses done.
0: Do you know that was going to be a video?
1: To, I was supposed to go last, but they they, they switched it up. But uh, like I said, he, he was going, going off, and so I had to get with it.
0: Did you know that was going to be a video?
1: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, uh yeah. You yeah. had hit me up, I had just got back from NY, from Shade four five. I had just got that, and then hit me up, like, yo, uh we shooting a video to um, to Bang joint. I'm like, "That," and I pulled up. Like it happened just like that, like I had just got that from NY. <laughs> and it's and
0: like and, it's like and that's like kind of like a sign too, it's like this was meant for me.
1: Oh, yeah, bro. Like, like, bro, like I said, I can't complain about a thing. That's why I'm so humble about stuff, bro. You know what I mean? Like, stuff happens when you just pay, you know, when you don't expect it, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I just let everything flow, man. And, um, and everything just works out, bro. Everything works out.
0: I like how you said that a lot of things are unexpected, too, because, um, I remember the first time I interviewed Buckshot, he just handed me his number, I mean, gave me his number. I'm like, holy fuck, dude, you're Buckshot. Like, it's just... Exactly. unexpected. <laughs> right. It's unexpected. But it's like what you said, though. You just don't expect certain things in life.
1: And that's the best thing, bro. And that's how I just move forward. That's my key. Success, bro. Just move without expecting anything. You work and you receive the reward. when You don't expect, don't expect it. That's the best. That's the best reward. I remember being a kid, bro, and, you know, the best gifts are the ones you don't expect. You know what I mean? So... That's what that's what it is to me, bro. I just I just let everything come to me. I just work hard, and then blessings just upon themselves.
0: That's it. When um I was looking through your Instagram page too, um I got a salute to you being a good dad, man. Because man, I got a salute to good dads in this world, man. Because there's a lot of people out there that <laughs> wish that they would have dads like that too. Um, you bond over video games a lot with your son.
1: Oh, yeah, man, that's our, that's our thing. That's me and my son thing, man. I, I, get, him, I get him from school Fridays, bro. Uh, we go to Gang Stop. If not, you know, we'll do it on a Saturday, and that's our thing, bro. Smash, bro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Mario
1: Kart. laughs> All that ill stuff, bro. That, that's our thing. That's our thing, man. Uh, I don't really let him play the violent games. I guess when he gets home with his mom or whatever, uh, he'll get around his cousin
0: and his uncle, and they'll be playing Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah, I <laughs> <them>. games. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly, so I try to keep the, you know, I keep them uh, raw games away from, but like I said, my, my kid is a kid, man. He loves, you know, Mario, Donkey Kong, all that kid stuff, that Sonic, he loves that, man. So I want
0: to keep him in that mind frame, man, definitely. Well, yeah, and Smash Bros. too. like, that's a long, that's a long-running series, too, so I can only imagine when you got to share those moments with your son.
1: Oh yeah, and that's what I'm saying, bro, like when we play that joint, we actually beat the game together. Like he actually got to see me, you know, the whole journey, fight the boss. And like I said, that that's that's a long ass game. <laughs> yeah. play, like, you know, the single player, bro. So he actually, you know, got to see that. And like I said, man, he'll bring it up. Like you remember when you fought Master Hand and Crazy Hand and all that stuff. So he brings that up, man. It's ill, bro. Oh, definitely love that.
0: Do you um, you let him listen to some of your music, or that's like not right now.
1: No man, I to listen to my music, man. I'm, a, I'm my son's favorite rapper, bro. That <laughs> yeah. me tell me. That's what's up. That's what you say. That's what you say. I'm his favorite rapper and
0: Drake. <laughs> hey, that, hey that's, the, that's not that's not the a minus and Drake. A little too bad people to have in your top rappers. Right, <laughs> like, I ain't mad. I say you know. <laughs> it's like that's a good conversation too. <laughs>
1: Yeah, bro, yeah. But that's, that's what makes it so ill, bro. Like my son, you know, I know what he likes, you know. He he'll let me know what type of rap he likes. He likes you know, he likes the trash stuff, but he also like the real stuff. Like I said, I'll play i play some uh Daniel Son pressure cooker around. I mean, he'll be he nodding
0: his head, you know. He'll <laughs> Like, Oh, you like <laughs> <The real> this <laughs> <stuff."> <laughs>
1: Right, right. You know what I mean? You listen to the real stuff, bro. I love my baby. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm curious too on um, the when you listened to therapeutic in full um what that feeling was like too and how long did you have to play around with the track placement
1: oh man that took a while man I'm not gonna lie we had tracks we cut we had tracks we added in but uh I just wanted to give it um I was to give it a 90 still bro I really did like a good like a good. 90s East Coast feel, um, and that was the like, main thing me and my man Chase were aiming for. It. Like we both laid back, something smooth you can ride to, bro. And I feel like every track you can ride to, because like I do a lot of driving, so I like to drive, bro. And I like to listen to like a lot of dope music, so I felt like it was great cruising music, bro. From um, the intro, you know, to you know the outro. Even the middle song like TGIF,
0: everything man was just smooth, you know. And, um, what made you want to go with that artwork for the cover, too? Because it looks like leaves, if I'm not understand, if I got my understanding right. Man, that's all change. we took photos, everything. I wanted to use our photos. He chose
1: that. <laughs> that's my dog. It was real art, yet, with my wife. She had put him up at the crib or whatever. She got the art or whatever, the vinyl, so it matches our house. So it's ill. Change is ill. Change, man. Change is very artsy, bro. Very skillful. Very mindful. So I, I trust change. That, that's all change like
0: right that. I was gonna that's ask it. you too, um, how did you come across change too? Because he fully, you actually included him on the e, uh, EP cover. A lot. Not a lot of, yes, of people include the producer in the actual name of the title.
1: Man, listen, man, any producer I work with, like I said, it's pretty much a bond, and I feel like it's our project. I never want to just come at it like, hey, this is mine, this is what I want, from I want your input, This is us, you know what I mean? And like I said, uh, we recorded the whole project at Chains' crib, he let me in his home, you know what I mean? Smoked us out, fed us, everything, you know what I mean? So... Like I had no choice but to um, have him part of it. But I had to put his name. He had to have his name on it because, like I said, he he was just just as much part of it as I was, you know. So definitely,
0: man, um, he had to be a part of it. Because yeah, when um, a lot of people too, um, here's the thing that a lot of the younger generation are starting to catch on now. Because I had to tell one of my little cousins, um, he he loves Royce to five nine, and um, when sure. I put him on to Prime. He's like, "Oh, I know. I know Nico, but who's that other guy?" I'm like I was like, "You don't. I'm like, all right, sit down. I will put you on to DJ Premier." And oh my god. And so, so 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 after I put him on to DJ Premier, here's the question he asked me. Uh, how come he only spit two bars on prime? Cuz he's the producer. Wow. <laughs> but, but 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 he understood that after when when I broke down what producer is, too.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you know, it's a new era, bro. It's an era where, you know, producers are rappers. I remember growing up, it's very rare, you know, you met a producer that rap. I remember the only producers that rap were Dr. Dre and, and uh, Puff Daddy at one point. And Puff Daddy wasn't exactly a producer. You just basically orchestrated.
0: Yeah, know A&R. I
1: mean? But, exactly, you know what I mean? And that was really it. And then, like I said, when Kanye came out, bro, it was a rap. Every producer I knew around that time was rapping, you know what I mean? So... It just changed, bro. And not only that, you know, like I said, once again, you know, having older siblings, older OGs around you is very important because, you know, you got to know who DJ Premier is. Yeah. amount of work, man. You know?
0: He's got to produce 10 Crack Commandments. Like, how do you not know <laughs> that?
1: Come on, bro. Unbelievable. <laughs> you know, crazy stuff. Mass appeal. Like, you can't forget those songs, you know, from the group homes. Like, listen, man. Premier's so ill. He, he produced stuff for Cats that. You know, a lot of these kids never heard of, but the tracks are classic, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm saying, like, you gotta do your certain research, and you gotta appreciate them. You gotta pre- appreciate the old man. You gotta appreciate your legend. Yeah,
0: because, yeah. because like, when I listen to, like, Time's Up by OC, I remember, like, I used to listen to that, like, for years, for years, and I just never thought I would be able to tell them that, you know, I listened to that for years. It's still mind-blowing, too, but it's like what you said, you have to appreciate the culture. Yeah,
1: man, it's crazy, bro. Like, I remember my older brother playing OC and, you know, Big L and M. And it's like, you know, him to see that, you know, I'm able to, you know, be around these guys or, you know, be at certain events and these guys are performing, it blows his mind. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's
0: like,
1: yeah, because like I said, he grew up on these guys, you know, cause like, you know, back then, you know, rappers, though, like, you know, they were untouchable. When you were a kid, you know, like, you'll never, I would never would have never thought I'd be able to. You know, see Common in concert Or be so close to see Common Or in the RD You know, it's like that, you know And and now it's like, anything's possible yeah. know,
0: definitely just I think it's I think it's the older you get We start to realize that anything's possible Because when we're just kids We look at these It's like what you said About having a track of guilty Later on in life But when you were a kid You used to listen to him It's like It's kind of like superheroes If that makes sense Yeah
1: yeah, bro. Like like, for instance, Bodie James, man, like one of my favorite rappers. Um, I was before my wife was my wife, she was my girlfriend, I was taking her I was dropping off to the airport and we was listening to uh Bodie's album, Trapper's Alley. And one of my uh, DJ homies hit me up, like, yo, as soon as you uh you know, get from the airport, pull up to the studio, I got a surprise for you. So I'm like, I right, bet. So, like I said, i listened to Trapper's, Trapper's Alley and I'm on my way to the studio, got done dropping my her on off to the airport. I'll get to the studio. I'm like, what's up? I want to play something for you. Don't you get on this track. I'm like, that. And he played it, and it was Bodhi James.
0: It's just like, what? You know I'm what just mean? listening to this guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. Like, <laughs> shit like that, bro. You know what I mean? When you don't expect. And then it's like, you know, like I said, this is a guy I listen to, you know, going to work. You know, like crazy stuff. And now I'm on a track with him. Like, it's unreal, bro. Unreal.
0: Uh, I like how you said, too, like it's unreal, too, because, like, I just shows you're humble because if you were humble I would be like yeah I got a track on a Bodie James what's next but like, <laughs> but, but you're like but you're like man that's I still can't believe that and that's what that's, that's rare to find and it's
1: real bro cause like I, even like when I ran into him again like anytime I run into Bodie, it's like unreal and he'd be like bro like again, I'm just Bodie you know he looks at himself like you know just a regular person but like he don't know like how much his music impact me. Like, you know, really, you know, like, like nigga, I know your lyrics. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, I know your verses. Like, I could be your hype man.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, you know, how, how, how important, you know, your music was to me. You know what I mean? So, like I said, I try to, anytime I see him or guilt or whatever, or fat cat, whoever, I let them know, you know, how much they meant to me, bro. Like, I used to rap. Fat Cat rhymes in high school like it were mine. You know what I mean? Like I would, like cats would tell me to rap, and I would rap his lyrics like they were mine. <laughs> like that's how, <laughs> you know, impactful Fat Cat was into my life with his music, bro. Like kids don't know, man. Like hip hop is amazing, bro. Changed my life.
0: Yeah. Well, and you also get to contribute your part to it and tell your story too.
1: And, and that, and that, would makes it even dope, because like. The stuff I tell you, I can't believe I'm telling you. It, you know what I mean? Because like, it's, I never believed it, and it's actually happening. It's, it's unreal, still. But you, you know? ne-
0: but you never know, like what certain lines can affect people.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, what can fact, fans expect from your upcoming Middle Finger debut, sir? Um, expect foul mouth beads for sure. <laughs> <laughs> foul mouth beats for sure.
1: But um, uh, just something. Something different, something more mature. Like, I call the Project three sixties not just because of the waves in my head, just because, like, you know, I, I made a complete turn, bro, like, you know, a whole complete spin, bro. Um, and, um, you know, I'm a father, I'm a husband, you know what I mean? So a lot of the things, you know, that I may have saw, you know, when I was younger, I see differently. And, and, you know, you're going to get a lot of that. You know what I mean? You're going to get a lot of that in and, and, and the tape. Not to say it's going to be like, you know, a, a mature tape that's going to bore you, but no, it's, it's showing you a more mature me and, you know, different views of what I see life, you know, as a man that's 30 years old, you know, trying to raise his family, still stay fresh, pay bills, you know, this real life shit, bro, you know, nothing crazy, you know. You know, you know, you have friends, you lose friends, you know, whether it's, you know, death or jail, whatever, and you still, you know, gotta go through life with a smile with your family and raise them. I feel like a lot of guys, you know, get away from reality when they make music, but I can't, you know, cause I, I have to keep it real. I have to let people know where I'm positioned and not to be scared to let people know where you are in life. Cause You know, you can get anywhere you want. Anything's possible
0: here, you know, so. Have you ever ever had to um, think about not putting so much personal things into an album? Or that's like the goal, is to make a very personal album that will gravitate to people?
1: I feel the goal, bro, I feel it's very important, man. Um, Just to see, like it's Vinny, man. Just to see my own evolution. You know what I mean? I feel like, I feel like I do music more like it's therapy. You know I'm mean? saying? And I just want to see if people relate. You know what I mean? I don't want to feel like, I know I'm not the only person going through certain things by myself. You know what I mean? I know I'm not. But I'm willing to share mine. You know? So, that's it. You know, I want people to relate.
0: I well, will tell you one thing though. Uh, you definitely earned me as a fan though. And um, i always be watching. So just know, if, you, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you ever Thank feel you. disgruntled or anything like that, just know that there's a kid in Canada that absolutely loves your music. So, so I want you to keep going.
1: Thank you, bro. That's love. I appreciate that, man. That, that means a lot.
0: Hey, man. Like I said, like how Flee said, I, I I gotta keep it a mill.
1: Oh, got to, bro. <laughs> got to, bro. Always, always.
0: Um. So this is the last question that I ask all my guests to. And the reason why I ask this question, it's because nobody can ever answer this question the same. And I think you would give a very phenomenal answer. Yeah. Do you have any words for somebody in a dark place trying to see the light?
1: Um. That there's light, for sure. You know what I mean? Don't think, you know, it's complete darkness. I've been in the dark, but I always knew it was light, bro. Um, it's all, I mean, I feel like, bro, you, whatever you want in life, bro, whatever you want to be positioned in life, you have to fight for it. You have to work for it. And you have to believe it, bro. And if you don't believe it, you won't get there. There's it, so many people, you know, that's where I'm from, that doubt you. And like I said before in the conversation, they do that to psych you out so they can get close to that position. So it's like, shit, they see the light in you. Other people see the light in you. You got to see it in yourself, you know? So that's what I would tell somebody in the dark. You got to see that you are the light.
0: I like that answer. No one ever said that before. And that's what I mean, too. Like, nobody can ever answer that question the same, too. And I love hearing that, that answer from different walks of life because like everybody lives their own individual lives and everybody has their own perspective on that too so you are the light i really hope somebody yeah, hears man. that and takes that into consideration
1: most definitely man like i said i've been in the dark bro um i have a song called anthony hardaway bro um and it's basically to deal with that like i said like In the the beginning of our interview, like in high school, man, I used to get bullied heavy, you know, because I was such a nice guy, bro, and um, it was a whole new outlook I was seeing, you know what I mean? But no matter what, I never gave up. I I never gave up to myself. I never stopped believing. I kept rhyming, and I gained a lot of love just off my talent of rhyming. People who, you know, who doubted me, who you know, who felt I wasn't cool enough, they saw that, yo, this kid can rap. Let's fuck with him. And that's what it was, bro. I found what I was great at, and I didn't stop, and I built on it. And I I can actually say, like, I made a career out of it. I've been places. It took me somewhere. It took me to Shade 4 or 5. It took me to a festival in California. It took me everywhere, you know, so... You know, never stop believing yourself, and know that you are the light, bro. You gotta believe you're the light.
0: Natural eighty forty five freestyle was fire.
1: Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. I can't <laughs> wait till you hear this new track, man. I'm dropping soon, man. Bro. Oh, I definitely. be out
0: now from the desk below playlist, so I got you, my guy. My I hope. God, my I hope God. title cut the check because I'll be bumping my own playlist like crazy.
1: <laughs> no question. <laughs>
0: Um, is there anything that you'd like to plug in before I let you go, A-minus? Um, I just want to say that thank you for doing this, and you have amazing energy, man. You're, you're welcome back anytime on the show.
1: That's love, man. Thank you. I just want to shout out um, Middle Finger Music. Shout out to Pat Fowl. Um, make sure y'all follow me on Twitter, Instagram, A-minus313. underscore 360's coming soon. Uh, make sure y'all check me out on Nolan's new album, Sporty, coming out April 19th, Fire, I'm on there, uh, working, I got shows in Detroit area, if y'all in Detroit, call at me. Come, see, come see me rock at these shows, and thank you again, Lo, for having me, bro, I appreciate you, Pre- appreciate you having me on
0: the air with you, thank you. Hey, man, like I said, man, we, we gotta salute Wheel MC, so... You're most welcome, my guy. And for people listening, to, y'all need to tap in therapeutic and then just go from there. Because once you hear the no intro, oh, you're going to go on a journey through A-minus. No doubt. No doubt. Check
1: it out, man. It's on Best Buy, F-Y-E, Go Fatty, Get It, holler.